Welcome back to the Modern Lady Podcast. You're listening to episode 25. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Lindsay. And today we're talking all about beauty and fashion for spring and summer of 2019. Yeah, you know, spring has arrived and with it, all the new trends of the season. So who do you look to to find out about what's new and what's in style? How about two Catholic stay-at-home moms with eight kids between them? Because that is exactly what you're going to get today. But first, if you are loving the show and want to leave a rating and review, we would be so grateful. It only takes you a few minutes, but it makes a huge difference for us and how visible um, our little show is on iTunes. We also love receiving your comments, and Michelle has one to share. Right, so this week's shout-out goes to listener Julie, who commented on our We Can Do Hard Things episode, and she said, I've enjoyed all your podcasts, but this one has me officially hooked. Thanks for putting a voice to this modern lady life. Well, thanks so much, Julie, for listening and for your comment. And if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do so on our website, www.themodernlady1950.wordpress.com, or you can leave us a comment on Facebook or Instagram, where you can find us at The Modern Lady Podcast. Before we get into today's chat, Lindsay has our Modern Lady Tip of the Week. Well, Michelle, this past week saw the return of baseball, and that got us thinking about beer. And then I remembered hearing that beer can clean woodwork. And boom, here are four things that you can do with beer. Oh, amazing. (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) This comes from the AARP.com website. So the first tip is that beer is a bug repellent. So you could take your stale beer, you know, the stuff. I'm the type of person who drinks just the top part of a beer, and then I just leave it on the table and waste people's beer. Um, So they could pour all of those into a bucket, and you put those buckets around the deck, and that actually will draw the bugs towards it, and some of them will follow into it. But apparently, it will draw all the bugs away from where you are. Tip number two is that beer can be a stain remover for coffee and tea. You pour your flat beer on the stain and you scrub and repeat. Tip number three, beer, despite reports otherwise, um, can actually restore discolored wood. So stale beer plus a clean cloth and then a dry cloth to polish it can really bring back the luster and original good color and deep tones of woodwork. And tip number four, you can wash your hair in beer. This has been said for years. I've never tried it, but apparently the vitamin B and the sugars will add shine and volume. I don't know how Phil will feel about (laughs) random bottles of beer going missing (laughs) (laughs) from his 2-4. But you know what? The tip about restoring the wood furniture with beer, Mm -hmm. I find that interesting because I've always heard like more oils. Right. Like you put oil to restore things, but I wouldn't have put oil and alcohol in the same category. (laughs) And so I wouldn't have thought about either, like both of them being used for that same thing. It did say, yeah, in the tip, um, and I didn't make that up. It said like contrary to differing opinions. So I guess this has been a debate Mm. for a while. I watched a show. I I wish I knew more info because I watched a long time ago, but I believe they were cleaning a house in the Edwardian times. And sure enough, they did use big buckets of beer on all of that gorgeous dark woodwork in a Victorian house. Wow. Well, if your house isn't smelling of vinegar because you use natural cleaning products, it could smell like beer. So could you imagine walking into your house and it just smells like an awesome pub that you're walking home to? Every husband's dream. That's right. 
Okay, so we're all emerging from hibernation from winter, and we look out, we see all the color and the florals and new life, and it's time to jump back in with both feet into the world. So, Lindsay, we're talking trends today, and we have so much. We learned so much doing research for this show. It's kind of surprising how much we learned. It was so much fun researching this show. And so, yes, we joked in the opener that we aren't exactly, you know, trendsetters or style makers or influencers, which is a big word right now. But I do love trends. And so I personally found this really, really exciting to research some of these things. Some of the things I'd heard about um, over the last couple of months on Instagram and other social media, but being able to go a little deeper into the trends and, and some of the tips was absolutely fascinating. Right. And I'm so looking forward to this, too. And uh, as you were telling me about some of the trends you were going to talk about today, I was fascinated because I'm the opposite. And though I would love to be on top of the trends, I'm usually about six months behind (laughs) if I make it at all. (laughs) And that is okay. I think a lot of us are in that same boat. So even though I love the trends, I have been pretty classic in my approach to my lifestyle over the years. So I like to know the trends, but we don't have to follow the trends. And I think that's good for our listeners to to just this is an entertaining episode and you don't have to think oh I'm not going to do any of those things or so what I do is out of style now no this is fun and you know what this way you can like talk to your 16 year old daughter and she'll think how did you know that that's in style mom and so you can be the cool mom at the playground who can share some of these tips and remember to tell them where you heard these tips from the influencers Michelle and Lindsay at the modern lady podcast that's right we're just filling your small talk uh philodex rolodex file that's also very not on trend Michelle a rolodex Could that be from the 70s? <laughs> My true colors are already coming through. It's like two minutes into the show. Great. This will be fine. We this can send fine. these tips and tricks as a fax to any of you who have a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just... let's just do this thing (laughs) and you know what too for if you're meeting the new mom at the playground this is piggybacking off our friendship episode you know you can share these things with them too and just start up a conversation so starting now have any of you heard about the korean seven seven step nighttime beauty routine that that is very very popular over the last couple years michelle have you heard about this okay no i haven't yeah I did a lot of research on this, so people bear with me here. I tried to take all of the information that I could find and put together the best seven steps that I could find. So step number one is they use an oil-based cleanser or just a straight oil. And apparently this dissolves makeup, but it specifically dissolves like the primers that you put on your skin. A lot of women are wearing like those photo ready primers that diminish your pores. And apparently an oil-based cleanser dissolves that very, very well. And you start to wipe it off. You see the product. Um, The second thing they do is all about the double cleansing. So they've cleansed it once and now they really are big fans of foaming cleansers and will really rub it in and sometimes do that twice. The third step is a toner. Toner is used as a step to kind of prep the skin to make it ready to absorb the hydration they are about to put on it with the moisturizers. Most of these beauty experts use their hands. So they pour the liquid right into their hands and then they rub it all into their face and tap it, tap it, tap it. A lot of tapping of the face is happening (laughs) in this. Um, Step four is something called, quote, essence. 
Now, this was very hard to find a good definition of this. So this essence is um, a product that is traditionally more lightweight and, and yet more concentrated than a serum. But this is now changing, and um, a lot of them are actually heavier than a serum. Um, but the basically, it is just marketed differently. Um, it's just a different word for serum. Step five, then, is an actual serum, or the other word that they use is an ampule. And this is like a supercharged face serum with concentrated hydration. They're usually clear, and you dr do some drops into your hand, and you'll rub and tap, rub and tap that into your face. More um, tapping. More tapping. So much tapping. Yep. If you watch the videos, there's so much tapping. Um, we're almost done here, ladies. Um, and then number step number six is a sheet mask. These are hugely popular here right now. I got a few for Christmas. Um, have you used a sheet mask, Michelle? No, I've never even heard of them. Okay. They're like a white cloth with the holes cut out for your eyes and your nose and your mouth. They're terrifying when you're lying with it on with your children when they come into the room. Um, so yeah, my mom got me a few for Christmas and they're awesome. They're super, super hydrating and they're saturated with the product. And so when you lay it on your face, you're to tap it in, <laughs> tap, tap, tap all over, really push the, um, the product that's on it. And then there's a lot of product left in the package it comes in because they're all individual use packages. So a lot of these experts recommend and then taking that extra product out and just massaging it into your neck and your chest and you know don't waste any of it because it's really good product mm -hmm. so once you're done your sheet mask you do not wash off what's left on your skin with that and then your last step is your moisturizer so that in contrast to you and I and like mm -hmm. a bar of Dove soap and some Nivea cream, which is all I use in yes. my two-step beauty nighttime routine uh yeah what do you think about that well, yeah, I was just thinking about our live video that yes. we did on Facebook, <laughs> how we both confessed to just washing our face with water Yep, and then putting on makeup. <laughs> yep. Oh, so add six more steps. Yes. <laughs> I did feel incredibly... Um, like, like my entire routine is lacking. Like I felt like I'm yeah. really messing this up here. <laughs> oh yeah. And this is for nighttime. You're this saying. is your nighttime. Okay. And I think if we really look at this, like we've done in so many other episodes where we talk about how it's not just about the products or the steps, it's the fact that you're carving out time mm -hmm. for yourself. Right. And yeah. it feels nice to sit and to rub some cream into your face. It's about those actions and about, again, that self-care more so maybe than about what these products are actually doing for your skin. Right. Because I've also heard too, and I, I think it, it was maybe one of the times I was getting a manicure. It's been so long. I can't even remember. <laughs> but um, I remember the esthetician telling me that, you know, the face, the hands and the feet are where a lot of the stress you have during the day is carried mm -hmm. in your bodies. And so that's why anecdotally, you know, a lot of women go get pedicures when they're upset or manicures or facials or something like that. I think there's something comforting and relaxing and stress relieving about those areas. And so especially at nighttime, you know, when you're winding down um, to essentially when you're doing all that tapping and <laughs> massaging into your face, I can, it's a ritual that goes beyond the potential beauty benefits. And it is just a way to settle yourself. Okay, so we've woken up now after our seven-step nighttime routine. Mm -hmm. um, now what? Now we do. Now we put on a face, right? Right. So some of the trends now. Again, these are just the trends that we've been seeing. A lot of the trends always come off the runways and then work them their way into you know the average woman. But the smoky eye is back. I love a good smoky eye. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's it's a 
kind of a 1970s inspired smoky eye and a lot of like warm golden tones in it. But here's what I found really interesting with eye makeup for spring summer is it's a lot more simple. You have kind of two options. It's either eyeshadow or it's eyeliner. They're not really being combined. And mm. so if it's eyeshadow, it's very simple. It's one sweep of a bold color or glitter. I'm sorry, everyone. Glitter is still in style and like heavy <laughs> glitter on the eyelid. So it's just like a sweep of yeah. golden glitter, right? Or like a super pigmented color, like a bold blue uh, across for the eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. You just can't get rid of glitter you in can. any world, right? Nope. It's always <laughs> Once glitter in comes it. in. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I think that the simplicity is making it very wearable and even more simple. I kept seeing a lot of soft pinks in makeup. It's just a soft pink on the eye, a soft pink on the lips and on the cheeks. And it was really pretty and fresh looking. And that really lends itself to another trend that was a natural trend, almost no makeup. I was, it was done a lot on the runways, mm. a very Victorian romantic, no makeup look with maybe just a stained lip. Right. And with soft pinks yeah. right? to kind of emulate. I always think of that, um, that part in Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Where he, you know, he talks. So what does he talk about? Something about her complexion. I was I just know. thinking, actually, I thought Sense and Sensibility okay. because um, oh, okay. he's about to come in the house and she starts pinching her cheeks. Right. And she's like, they're trying to get all that pink into the face. Right. Right. But it's something about when she's like traipsing all over the countryside or something and they oh, talk he does about work. how yes. he figures. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Darcy and liked her red skin and nobody else I think did. And he actually liked how healthy she looked. That's right. So that's health is back in. <laughs> yes. Natural health. Now, the other look for the lips, though, is, again, a very classic, bold red lip, but not a lot of makeup anywhere else on the face. So I've always loved that look. Um, It always comes back in and out of style. I love that. So hair, what is up for hair in spring? All right. So again, a lot of classics making a return like the blunt bob. So every couple of years, a blunt bob comes Mm. back in style again, but it's like done with the layering. It's just very sleek, very modern. And apparently it's a cut that a lot of face shapes can wear. Not my face shape. I'll have you know, I've I've tried this before, but maybe other people's (laughs) face shapes. Um, So yeah, a very sleek, modern, clean blunt bob. Yeah, I've known people with blunt bobs and I do love it. Some some people have grown their hair out mm-hmm. and I find myself sometimes wishing like, oh, I just wish you'd cut it off again. I love it too. I, I mm-hmm. My hair, like your hair, is quite wavy and curly. And so right. my uh, the shorter the blunt bob goes, I mean, just the wider these, <laughs> the humid, <laughs> frizzy mess becomes. Yes. <laughs> um, but when somebody has that, that type of hair that carries that well, I think it looks so classic and timeless. I mm-hmm. think it's beautiful. And speaking mm-hmm. of classic and timeless, uh, gray hair is huge right now. And I'm talking either dyed artificial gray hair, like a silver dye and mm-hmm. natural gray hair. It is finally the time that a lot of women are sick of chemicals, sick of treating, over-treating their hair, sick of their hair or their scalp feeling like it's burning from constant root touch-ups. That's me. I'm putting my hand up with that one. I'm sick Mm. of it. And so apparently I'm not alone because for the Pinterest search term of going gray, that was up 879% over last year. 879% over last year of people searching about going gray. That is insane. But you know what? I can see that, um, especially just talking about the makeup trends and how everything's going towards the natural. Yeah. 
Michelle, you know who has the most beautiful gray hair? Who? Kendra well, Tierney. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, I'm like, well, actually, I do have a guess. <laughs> yeah. If anybody, she does. <laughs> yes. She's on Instagram at Catholic all year. And I have watched her gray hair coming in naturally. And she's mm-hmm. talked about it a few times over the years. And that woman is stunning. And she dresses in such a cute vintage style, but she just looks beautiful. And I have been debating letting my gray, gray hair come in for years. I probably have this conversation with my friends on Facebook every six months or so. And it turns into like a huge conversation on Facebook because I've been considering waiting till I'm 40 and and just letting it come in. So I love that it's on trend and that age inclusivity is becoming a thing on runways and in fashion magazines. And so, yeah, gray hair is on trend, ladies. Mm-hmm. And you and I have talked about this, too, on the side and how um, it just looks so elegant. Yeah, yeah. Another trend is, and this is going back to you and I with our natural waves and our curly hair, super straight Mm -hmm. is back. It is like sleek, super straight, parted in the middle. (laughs) I think this is still playing off kind of the trend towards the 70s. Um, That's one of the decades that's in right now. And so, yeah, goodbye waves, Michelle. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) What are we going to do? (laughs) We were just laughing about this because, again, when I said I'm always kind of behind the trends. Uh, I just started growing out my short hair, which yeah. I have to wear super straight. Otherwise, it's kind of poofy. Yeah. Right. And so I've started growing it out so that I could wear my hair wavy and curly again. So thanks. Spring <laughs> 2019. Thanks a lot. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to do my because I mostly wear my hair as its natural waves all summer because there's just no way you can keep it straight sure. when you're sweating and running after kids. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll do our own thing with that one. We'll um, start our own trends. <laughs> yeah, we totally will. And another thing is hair accessories. I'm no fan of hair accessories, but they look cute on other people. And so like bows and <laughs> handkerchief headbands, like where it looks like you have the knot, you know, on the top of a headscarf, mm-hmm. but it's not slipping off your head every two minutes. So it's a headband. Um, the giant oversized brettes that look like little girl brettes, but they're oversized or like classic with pearls on them or that kind of thing. And like the old hair clips all back in style. Mm, I love that. And we do love a good hair clip in, <laughs> in our house. I love, especially um, so for my girls, the younger ones, I love like the oversized bows. Mm-hmm. And I, I did post something on, on my Instagram page lately about how I was just telling uh, my oldest daughter, Claire, about fascinators. Yes. And now she's all about some sort of ornamental thing in her hair. And I did see this pop up on a few blogs before. I really love, um, so again, going back to the simple natural style, I love just a very simple but metallic, like a gold or a bronzy, a rose gold barrette. They come in, uh, I saw some that were like really geometric in shape. I just think that they can really pull together an outfit, but they're not super in your face. I really like that about them. So I had already mentioned that the 70s were in style, but when it comes to clothing, there is one decade dominating right now. It is the 90s, the 1990s. It is every single piece of clothing that I am seeing on runways and in fashion magazines and in the stores. It's all the 90s. And I'm having a bit of a panic attack over that because there's a saying out there that if you wore it the first time around, you are not really supposed to wear it the second time. And having been born in 1980, mm. I was a full-fledged teenager during the 90s. So I wore all of those things the first time around. So I think I can't really pull off the overalls 
and like little bike oh. shorts that are in style. But there is one thing that I do love that was very 90s that I could wear again. You know, those long uh, flowery dresses with the buttons that are all down the front, right from the yes. top down. The, those are back in and those are so pretty. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I I have been following some online thrifting stores and um, entrepreneurs who actually go into thrift stores to curate yes. really beautiful shops full of these fashions. And that, those floral vintage dresses are everywhere on their feeds too. And yet they go like that. Yep. I wore one on my first date in 1995 that was a cream floral with the buttons down and little blue flowers. And I am truly kicking myself for not having kept that dress. And this is that struggle with minimalism, right? And purging and getting rid of stuff and thinking, but what if it comes back in style? Um, So some of the other (laughs) crazy things that have come back in style are um, wearing double denim, tie-dye, visors like oh gosh I all oh, I remember visors. is the late 90s the guys <laughs> with the spiked frosted tipped hair with a visor yes. off to the side not the the hair isn't back but the visors are back fanny packs are everywhere everywhere right like you yeah. can't go to any store without finding a fanny pack uh the bucket hats um butterfly hair clips the little tiny oh plastic gosh, butterfly yes. hair clips. Oh my goodness, that I wore to my movie theater job in 1997. Um, totally <laughs> back. I can't even believe it. But the biggest thing, mom jeans. Mom jeans are Ooh. all the rage. Well, that I can get behind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, when I get dressed in the morning, I did have the thought one time because I was tucking in my shirt and I looked at myself and I was like, I look like that Tina Fey. Amy Poehler <laughs> SNL skit was is it SNL yeah I think yeah and I was like is this the look that I want but from what you're saying maybe it is the look that it I want 100% <laughs> the look you want I can't even get over this so I like I can't stress this to our listeners enough that are in our age group how in style this is right now a young like 20 year old hip vlogger on YouTube I was listening to her and she goes I seriously, I want to look like a mom who is from the 1990s picking up my kids from school. Like that is the look. So they go really high. They're wearing the acid wash. They're wearing like, and then they go, they roll up the bottoms like we used to. So these jeans, if they are finding them in thrift stores, they're being resold for hundreds of dollars. So friends, if your mom still has her mom jeans, you could make a lot of money on eBay right now with those. Or be super trendy. Right. Or wear them yourself. (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. And shoes, and these are super comfy. And I was actually shocked by this. I am a high heel girl through and through. I will wear them when I'm nine months pregnant. I will wear them in the hottest weather. But it's all about the comfy sandals, like um, a cork bottomed or a Birkenstock with like the very wide band, you know, that goes across the top of your Mm -hmm. foot. Very, very comfy. And Converse running shoes, they're a hit every year, but they're still really, really popular with those flower dresses, which is how we would have worn it in the 90s. You always wear Mm -hmm. like converse running shoes with those dress with those flower dresses right I'm so happy that comfy shoes are in because I'm just going to be so happy seeing everyone else's feet so happy like maybe this is maybe this is the turn that the world needs (laughs) it's been the shoes (laughs) yes yes a lot more happier people a lot more women in their comfier clothes with their you know their hat protecting their face from the sunburns (laughs) and their comfy shoes on um another trend is called the streetwear trend all of those brand t-shirts are really really big so if you have like in your old gym clothes your adidas shirts or a lot of these oversized men's t-shirts michelle this is what i think is absolutely bonkers so you'll see this summer girls wearing like 
how do I even describe it? You know, when your dad and you went on a family vacation and he bought the shirt, the t-shirt that said like Myrtle Beach on it mm-hmm. <laughs> and those yes. big travel t-shirts, those are super hot right now. And so girls are going to the Ooh. thrift stores and they're buying like the dad giant extra, extra large t-shirts that say NASCAR or Florida or, or like if they're really lucky, they can get like a cool university one that says Yale or Harvard or something. But these giant t-shirts, some of them are cropping them and cutting them quite short, but a lot of them are wearing them huge and tucking them into the front of their mom jeans. Wow. Yeah. It's wow. everywhere. Okay. I don't even have anything to say. I'm <laughs> no, speechless. Okay. It's time for our What We're Loving This Week segment of the show. So, Lindsay, what have you been loving this week? I saw something on Facebook that absolutely blew my mind. Okay. So, the daughter of a friend of mine. And the daughter is named Mia. And Mia went into her little local library in Plano, Texas, and she took out the Nancy Drew book, The Mystery at the Lilac Inn. Mia has great taste because I love all of those Nancy Drew books. Oh, yeah. Now, when Mia got home, she opened the book. And inside of the book, there is a letter written by a child on blue paper with stickers all over it and a $5 bill. And the letter read, Dear Reader, I hope you like this book as much as me. Here's $5 to get a snack and cozy up in bed with in, in your bed and read this great book. And I lost my mind. Wow. Oh my, that's so sweet. <laughs> Isn't that the sweetest thing you've ever heard? Like, yes. I, you know, we're both massive book lovers and the idea that there are still other book lovers out there and that there are children that are reaching out to connect with other book lovers and this random act of kindness, it just restored all of my faith in humanity. Oh my goodness. I love that. And now I want to do that I know, whenever I go to the library. Yes. So we're going to do that. I think you and I should you know, mm-hmm. continue on with this trend. And I hope this goes viral because what a simple and special way that we can do this little random act of kindness. So I'm going to do it and I hope you do it too. And maybe we'll share pictures of the little notes that we sneak in to books at our right. local library. Yes, that's perfect. And Michelle, what are you loving this week? So I just finished listening to a book on audio and it's called Lady Fortescue Steps Out. And it's part of a series of books called The Poor Relations series by M.C. Beaton. And she's writing as uh, Marion Chesney in this series. But it's a it's a Regency era story. But the main plot is essentially it revolves around the relatives of very wealthy people in the Regency era. And they are the poor relations. So they're kind of stuck in the middle. They need to maintain this sense of decorum of the upper class, but they're actually destitute, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So it, what ends up happening is this Lady Fortescue um, gets the brilliant idea to team up with other poor relations to pool their resources. And yeah, as they go on in their adventures, they figure they need more income to live on uh, just as the money starts running out. And so they decide to open a hotel together and a shenanigans ensue. It's called the Poor Poor Relations Hotel. (laughs) And it was just a really delightful springtime read. There is a whole series too. Um, So that's the Poor Relations series. If you need something a little bit bright and sunny (laughs) and fun for for your after winter reading. Yes. I just read Virginia Woolf, who sadly, you know, committed suicide and all of her books are very dark. Um, So I am certainly in the mood for something light. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. 
And if you want to get in touch and chat with us about our topic today, you can find us on our website, www.themodernlady1950.wordpress.com, or leave us a comment on Facebook or Instagram at The Modern Lady Podcast. I'm Michelle Sachs, and you can find me on Instagram at mmsachs. And I'm Lindsay Murray, and you can find me on Instagram at Linny Autumn. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. Thank you.